Welcome to the Northumberland Settlement Podcast, the only settlement podcast in Southeast Ontario focusing on immigration news, stories of success, and music. In each episode, your hosts, Rosa and Emilio, will have updates for you on the latest immigration news with guest speakers and music from their countries. And now, your hosts, Rosa and Emilio. Welcome to Northumberland Settlement Podcast. In today's podcast, we are interviewing Gerard Kalajian from New Horizon Media and New Canadians TV. And later in today's podcast, we will be talking about immigration news and information relevant to our newcomer community. Gerard Kelegian is the founder and managing director of New Horizons Media, a multicultural social enterprise for video production and content creation, where he works with a team of internationally trained media professionals and Canadian-born young graduates and people with disabilities to assist Canadian non-profits and small businesses with storytelling and brand messaging through content creation. In April 2015, Gerard launched New Canadians, a national TV show web-based series dedicated to newcomers to Canada and would-be immigrants. He is a recipient of Pioneers for Change Award for Excellence in Innovation in 2015 and the MNLCT Community Impact Award in 2016. Gerard is very passionate about newcomer integration and immigrant entrepreneurship and is a frequent speaker at immigrant-related events across Canada. Welcome, Gerard, to uh, the Northumberland Settlement Podcast. Thank you, uh, Emilio and Rosa. It's a pleasure uh, to be here with you. It's a, ple a pleasure to have you. Gerard, we, before we go into business, you know, talking about everything you do and, and uh, your connection to the newcomer community and what you do for us, we would like to know about the person behind the name. Who is Gerard? Yep. So I, I'm an immigrant to Canada and I moved in uh, December 2010 from Dubai. I'm originally from Lebanon and my heritage is Armenian. Uh, I, by education, I studied journalism and I worked in uh, newspapers, uh, radio and broadcast TV, uh, mainly in broadcast news. So I came to Canada with that experience uh, and uh, Fun, uh, fun information. I brought also my uh, cat from Dubai, so uh, she immigrated with me as well. That says that I'm a, a pet lover, so uh, uh, I have uh, here in Canada. I have two cats, and uh, recently we also got a puppy. And I've been living in Canada for over 10 years now. I've uh, made so many friends here from different communities. Uh, 
I love nature a lot. I uh, and Canada offers lots of opportunities to connect with nature, to be in nature, and uh, that's something I even uh, valued it even more uh, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now I have friends from different parts of the world, from uh, Mexico to Romania to Brazil to uh, India to. Iran to Egypt, mm-hmm. so that's that's me. Gerard, um, and um, so you had your background, professional background in your country as a journalist, and you had experience there in different media. And my question would be: Is um, how do you plan your your uh, when you how you are going to be in Canada um, how was your plans uh, to start your journey here so you came you start to work here in different kind of um, a profession or or work oh, how was that when I uh, moved uh, or when I decided uh, rather to move to Canada my uh, initial plan was uh, to work to continue working in uh, my profession which is uh, broadcast news so i used to work uh, for an for an american news channel in dubai and before that uh, for uh, news a couple of uh, main news channels in lebanon mm. so that was the initial plan and i never thought it uh, would be any different in in canada because uh, very naively maybe uh, I thought I, it's an American channel. Everyone knows it, and uh, they can verify anything I say. Uh, they can understand my experience as well. Plus, uh, during the three years when I was waiting for my immigration visa during the application process, I kept looking at two Canadian job sites that uh, are specialized in media. And every day, every day, I used to see uh, a number of jobs, uh, media-related, that I could easily uh, 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 be a fit for. Like I could work those jobs. So I never imagined that uh, it will be a challenge, employment. So I came with uh, uh, those expectations that uh, things will be uh, somehow easy, maybe... In about a month or two, I will find a job in in news because there's plenty of jobs uh, that they were looking to fill. However, the reality was different, obviously, uh, for uh, as it is for most newcomers. Uh, I came, I, I landed, uh, I or I landed in February for a couple of weeks. I, I went back. I came during the summer for another couple of weeks, but then I moved permanently in December. It was the holiday period. I enjoyed the holidays. It was. Uh, Uh, the first Christmas, uh, New Year in a kind of a snowy environment. So it was fun, but uh, soon uh, after that, when January came and I started applying for jobs, I uh, I realized that it something was not working. And initially I couldn't figure out what was not working because I wasn't prepared uh, for all of that. Uh, I wasn't, uh, I was... In the back of my mind, maybe unconsciously, I was comparing it to my experience moving from Beirut to Dubai. And uh, in that case, the 
company had arranged for my uh, residency and they helped me find a place to live, uh, open my bank account. And, and, uh, and I was looking in, uh, from the lens that uh, how did I adjust to living in a new city away from my family or away from my friends? And things went well. So unconsciously, I was comparing it to that experience. And plus in the... Uh, uh, the fact that in uh, Canada I I had friends uh, here and I didn't expect uh, any challenges in finding a place to live or mm. or uh, and uh, so so I, I I came here and uh, one two interviews because my resume was good and uh, I got a couple of interviews. Because they had to interview people, uh, mm-hmm. they had internal candidates, and but they had to interview people. So they they invited me f- uh, for interviews, and but nothing was uh, moving forward, and mm-hmm. no uh, meaningful mm-hmm. feedback as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when I did uh, a mistake of uh, jumping from one uh, media area to the other. So uh, because I was multi-skilled and multi-experienced in different areas of media. Mm. Uh, by that, uh, I mean broadcast, print, radio, social media. So every month I started applying to a different uh, types of job, which is counterproductive in Canada. So you need to be seen as the expert in a field. Mm. So I, I couldn't kind of this month apply for broadcast jobs, then the next month for social media jobs. And, mm. and so in a way, I sabotaged or uh, my uh, own mm. job search journey and i didn't know and I, I didn't realize that there was a whole sector or there was a whole uh, uh, set of resources that help uh, newcomers with uh, being ready being prepared to mm. do job search uh, so that's why i didn't i didn't go to an immigrant serving agency mm-hmm. uh, initially yeah, it took some time for me to realize that oh, there are employment agencies or settlement agencies I could, mm-hmm. I could, uh, I could go to and seek help, and uh, that's why it it took me a few months to uh, uh, understand and mm-hmm. uh, get over that uh, being overwhelmed and mm-hmm. being confused that that feeling, and. Uh, and trust uh, some of the resources that I heard about and uh, and approach them. So initially for six months, I uh, couldn't find any jobs uh, because I was uh, kind of working against myself in, in uh, succeeding in finding that job. Uh, till after six months when I got a, a freelance gig in for a magazine and I started writing an article every month, uh, that gave me um, some confidence and some opportunity mm-hmm. to showcase my work. Parallel to that, uh, I uh, figured out that there are community TV channels that I could volunteer for. Uh, the mainstream channels didn't accept volunteers, uh, mm-hmm. but there was there were community channels, which yes, were small in uh, their resources and in their uh, capacity, but mm-hmm. they opened up a whole uh, uh, new opportunities for me. In my case, it was Rogers TV Toronto, so I, I, I had landed in Toronto. And uh, I volunteered there, but it was a very uh, low-level volunteering opportunity uh, because it had to be uh, uh, accessible for all members of community, whether they had a broadcast background or not. 
uh, initially I felt uh, I used to go there because I liked meeting my, the friends I was making there, but it used to also make me feel down and uh, somehow depressed because it was very low level from where I, I was in, in Dubai when before moving here. However, I, uh, I was able to turn that uh, opportunity into a better opportunity for me because I realized that uh, I could pitch a show idea there and uh, they would help me for one year, for one season, uh, by giving me resources to produce that show idea I, I pitched. Mm -hmm. And because I, by that time I had uh, realized that there are so many resources that could help immigrants and also so many steps that immigrants could take on their own to make them succeed. Uh, I wanted to use my background, uh, uh, my uh, uh, efforts to build a Canadian local media experience for me, uh, to also help other immigrants, because uh, in in my case, someone had mentioned after three months of me being here uh, a bridging program. Just they had mentioned bridging program without uh, actually explaining it. And my initial reaction was that uh, why would I take a bridging program if I can go to a regular academic program? So I wanted uh, going back to the community channel. I wanted to use my uh, media experience to explain. Uh, those concepts, networking, bridging, and yeah. things that might be difficult to explain, but by showing them how other immigrants are mm -hmm. uh, succeeding through these resources. So okay. I pitched the show Can idea. And, yes. Yeah, okay. It, it, it's very interesting. Um, do you think, do you have what everybody complained, uh, the uh, Canadian experience problem? Just because you didn't have the Canadian experience, you couldn't find uh, a job? Uh, no one mentioned to me that I don't have Canadian experience, for example. So no one mentioned oh, that in an interview. But uh, but yes, I didn't have the Canadian experience. Uh, and my definition of Canadian experience is, uh, different people have, will have different uh, definitions, obviously, but my definition is uh, understanding of Canada. Uh, how much do you understand Canada and the Canadian kind of working environment or, or uh, landscape for you to work uh, effectively? So yes, because I didn't have that understanding, I couldn't uh, I couldn't uh, land the job. I would uh, I would say I was interviewed, for example, uh, by a, a local uh, by a Toronto local news channel, and I was studying uh, Toronto for the past three years before moving here, and I knew every single. A news story. I I knew every single uh, uh, player, politician, or uh, officials, but uh, I couldn't effectively answer uh, back that how well I know Toronto because I wasn't expecting that question, and I didn't uh, know that I need kind of to uh, have an effective uh, answer. I need to uh, articulate my answer in a way that. They, I make them or I convince them that I know Toronto well enough. Uh, so these, 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 these uh, details are what I would call Canadian experience. How well you know how uh, Canada, how uh, how well you or how big of a network you know that uh, they know you, they know of your potential, of your uh, capabilities, uh, what can you do. Uh, what image have you created about yourself? Yeah, I, I hadn't done those those things, and it took 
it took me about actually uh, over a year to uh, to build my brand to uh, to have a, a good understanding of Canada uh, because the initial negative experiences had their toll on me in in the uh, in the sense that I was not able to uh, see clearly around me and uh, and also because of the mistakes I made I wasn't able to trust as well. Uh, other resources or steps mm-hmm. I needed to take because I wasn't sure if that those were the right steps and uh, mm. what if they were also wrong steps like the steps I had taken earlier and uh, which resulted in mistakes. So once I got out of this, I was able to uh, uh, put a strategy for myself, build, uh, create a path for myself and uh, make connections, make uh, be a network and also produce that TV show uh, at the community channel for newcomers, initially, which initially uh, my plan was to use that as a local work uh, kind of portfolio uh, with a channel that at least other Canadians could know to go into uh, the news, uh, to work into new in broadcast news in Canada. However, uh, everyone uh, because of the show, I got connected with people in the immigration sector, and uh, everyone saw me as that intersection between immigration and media. And they started uh, approaching me to help them with uh, some content in relate in relation to immigrants, uh, and also to advise them on uh, uh, on media or or content creation. And I realized that I had. Uh, all the skills I had, all the experience I had in media, I could uh, repurpose it or, or target it to serve those uh, organizations and those communities, uh, make better use of, of content, and also help, uh, on the other side, help newcomers like me uh, better understand Canada and uh, make maybe less mistakes, uh, or at least not make, them, uh, not make any mistakes that I made, and uh, and hopefully succeed faster. And I realized that that was my calling, immigration and media. And uh, that's when I, I embraced that. I, my specialty is in that area. And I need, from that moment on, I need to uh, focus my work and use all my resources and creativity in that direction. And uh, this is, and that's how it started. It's interesting because um, what are you saying is with all the experience that you had, the mistakes that you had when you came and all that um, knowledge, finally you was able to uh, uh, use in benefit of the community, the Im- immigrants and the, also the businesses. So how do you pass from this part that you was working, uh, trying to find your way and your journey to the next step to be entrepreneur, uh, uh, managing this uh, business and entrepreneur. What what was that? How how did you start that part? So uh, initially, uh, after my volunteering work and. Uh, and the other freelance gig I mentioned, where I was uh, writing for an industry magazine, so it was not immigration related. Uh, however, I got my I got uh, after the freelance gig, I got a job for an immigrant related website, 
And they hired me just because of the fact that uh, they heard that I produce a TV uh, program for immigrants mm-hmm. and I also can write. So they were looking for someone who did all of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wrote, they were able to operate the camera, record video interviews and, mm-hmm. uh, and understand uh, immigrants and immigration. So they hired me for that. And I worked for uh, about three, three years there, two or three years there. Uh, however, I realized that uh, I was uh, not uh, able to use my uh, skills and my experience uh, to the uh, to the best or to the maximum, and uh, I had uh, much bigger vision or much uh, bigger skills and uh, uh, and abilities to help newcomers uh, from where I was. Uh, working so i decided to uh, set up a, set up a small business uh, on the side mm-hmm. uh, new horizons media just to help uh, in a more kind of uh, effective or, or structured way uh, those organizations that were approaching me uh, to help them mm-hmm. And uh, because the, all the, these organi- organizations were immigrant-serving organizations, so they were uh, lo- ne- they needed help that I could offer with my uh, mm-hmm. news background. Because all these organizations were uh, were somehow challenged with money, with funding. So some they didn't have any funding at all. Some they had some funding, but not uh, big funding, ob- obviously. So they wanted for creative solutions to uh, to uh, create content create media because with mm-hmm. social media and with websites and in this age you need uh, you needed uh, content mm-hmm. so my news background uh, having worked uh, for all these years in, in news environment offered so many solutions mm-hmm. to come up with professional uh, great looking content in a in a most in a more cost effective way mm-hmm. so i started helping uh, those organizations so i needed it to be in a more uh, organized structured way so i needed to have a, a business uh, to set up a business initially it was a side business this is on one side on the other side uh, as part of my volunteer work as well i had founded a, a professional immigrant network for uh, newcomers who had a media background so it was part of the pins initiative at triac the toronto region immigrant employment council mm-hmm. so there was a, a over 30 members in that uh, at that time uh, in that network and uh, they were video editors camera operators writers uh, communication uh, specialists so i had the talent as well uh, on on one side so i initially i see myself as a connector who connected this mm. uh, some of these talent with these organizations and because obviously the work was more than what i could do uh, just by myself Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how it started uh, as a side business, uh, filming small uh, maybe seminars. The the very first work that we did was was a seminar for Okasi, uh, the Ontario Council of uh, uh, the Ontario Council of Agencies Serving Immigrants, and it was just a seminar that they had. Uh, they wanted someone to capture uh, to capture the the presentation on video. Uh, the second work was uh, testimonials for uh, for a website. So it was a very small work initially, uh, but af- uh, after about three years of uh, working for that website I mentioned, uh, the immigrant related website, 
I realized that I would uh, put my skills and my experience and my knowledge to better use, to bigger use, make a bigger impact in the life of people, mm-hmm. uh, whether people in as audience or organizations or uh, or even the team working with me. I can make a much much bigger impact and uh, by working on my own. And uh, so I resigned from there, and I fully dedicated uh, myself to. Uh, growing and uh, managing New Horizons Media. It's remarkable, really. It's, it's really, really, really good. Yes, Emilio? <laughs> yeah, it's... it's um, I think a, a good amount of uh, newcomers to Canada or newcomers in general um, tend to, for one reason or another, um, do or create their own jobs. And um, although life takes you that way um, because your profession and, and your experience, um, I think some people um, have to go in different paths um, to provide for themselves and their families. So you are one of the lucky ones that um, um, stick to their profession and, and, uh, and enjoy what you do. So uh, that's, uh, that's great, uh, Gerard. So can you can you tell us a little bit uh, more about the um, Horizon Media through uh, through the years and 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 also your uh, new Canadian um, TV in in Omni, um, which I've been uh, watching since uh, I met you and and uh, I truly enjoy the uh, the specials and and uh, your. Uh, uh, talking with uh, in towns and in different groups, that's uh, it, it's uh, it's very entertaining. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Definitely. So uh, for uh, New Horizons Media, since uh, 2000, uh, I founded it in 2012 as a side business, but I uh, uh, I focused on it fully full time uh, starting 2016. New Horizons Media uh, started in 2012 as a side business, as I uh, mentioned earlier, and it grew, it grew from there. And I'm fully focused on uh, New Horizons Media since 2016. And uh, as part of uh, the work, uh, we work with not-for-profits uh, mainly and some small businesses. So, so that's our uh, uh, sweet uh, uh, focus. Uh, uh, not for profits, and uh, we did not for profits immigrant serving organizations. That, so that's our uh, area of strength, and uh, and working with the, with those organizations, obviously we uh, create uh, video content, uh, we do uh, uh, writing, we do graphic design, photography. So different uh, types of content creation, social media management as well. So this is the client uh, uh, side of work. But uh, on the other side, we, we do as well media production. And as part of that, we produce uh, our own TV show, uh, which you mentioned, New Canadians. And uh, it airs within Canada on Omni Television, which is the leading multicultural channel in Canada. And it's also available online on uh, our own website, newcanadians.tv, as well as uh, on uh, the YouTube channel. And uh, New Canadians is uh, uh, basically uh, what I had done earlier at Rogers TV Toronto, producing the newcomer-related show. But uh, the community channel was only focused on the city of Toronto uh, 
because that's how um, the that network worked. So when I uh, launched New Horizon Media, I wanted to uh, relaunch that show, but on a bigger level, on a on a uh, targeting a bigger uh, geographic area. So I wanted to, to be uh, Canadian and also uh, have an international focus. So in 2015, I uh, relaunched that uh, newcomer-related TV show as New Canadians, as and produced by New Horizon Media, my business in, in this time. Because uh, just for the reason that uh, Canada is not just Toronto, and there are uh, many more uh, regions and cities, such as Northumberland County, uh, in, in this case. And I wanted to, to talk about all these uh, areas, all these cities, regions, uh, to give idea to newcomers of uh, where and uh, where they can land, where uh, there are opportunities, how other immigrants are doing. Uh, what's attracting them, for example, what, uh, where they may find the lifestyle or the work opportunities that they are looking for, and uh, and that's uh, that's how New Canadians started. So uh, in 2015, as a very uh, small TV show, and uh, it grew from there. The first season we only produced four episodes, but now we're uh, we grew to be an all year round uh, uh, TV program in Canada, and uh, also uh, we reach uh, immigrants before they arrive through our website and our YouTube channel and social uh, social properties. And uh, what the show does, just uh, uh, to give an idea also uh, to uh, your uh, uh, listeners, uh, we give uh, or we talk about uh, different services, resources that help uh, newcomers in the areas of settlement, employment, education. Uh, we profile successful immigrants uh, to show their experiences, to uh, allow uh, immigrants to learn from uh, their achievements and their mistakes of uh, how they have succeeded in the past, other immigrants have succeeded in the past, uh, to uh, showcase also communities uh, as Northumberland County. And I'm happy that we were able to uh, to uh, capture Northumberland County in uh, a few times. To the uh, the very first time, it was the multicultural festival uh, because we want to show that uh, all of Canada, different parts of Canada, we want to show that there are immigrants outside of the main cities uh, of Toronto, Vancouver, uh, Montreal. And uh, sometimes there are better opportunities outside those those, those bigger cities. So uh, that's why we we uh, we uh, travel across Canada to capture uh, those areas. And uh, maybe not far from Northumberland County as well, uh, outside mm -hmm. of uh, the what producing for New Canadians. But I also uh, go to uh, Coburg to Port Hope uh, whenever I have. Uh, uh, a chance, you know, especially in the summer. That's great. That's yeah. wonderful. And that, that um, and it's not to be probably the only time you're going to be uh, filming around with us. Um, I'm preparing a, a surprise very soon, and uh, I will see you probably next year around Trent Hills uh, doing a little special. Um, but that's coming. Let's see what happened. Um, <laughs> I will say I will um, uh, public the um, the uh, secret uh, very soon. But um, it's uh, it's on the making. So 
when uh, when Northumberland is uh, coming on the air? Uh, we are working on it, and it should uh, air in uh, uh, the. So by Northumberland, uh, uh, I mean there's a special episode, a dedicated special episode that we filmed uh, in the past few months, and it will air uh, later uh, in uh, June, end of June, maybe be first week of July. And uh, we will also air parts of it uh, as part of the new season that starts in October. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah. 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 And I have also, uh, I wanted to ask you something also uh, with this, um, uh, the way that you are uh, uh, helping um, through your uh, organizations and, and business to immigrants and newcomers. <clears throat> Do you have some uh, case of somebody that have uh, really good results after uh, being involved with the help that your organization is giving to them? Some an anecdote, for example? Uh, oh, there are so many examples I can share, but uh, I, I could, uh, I'll give one example of uh, uh, each type of uh, group so on the audience side uh, actually I, there's more, more than one example but uh, on the audience side uh, i always uh, meet people uh, at job fairs or at or at other uh, events and stuff and they tell me uh, because i was watching uh, you show i was watching new canadians i learned about this or that and uh, uh, and uh it that helped me let's say join this bridging program or or maybe approach that person uh and uh, and speed up their uh success so one example was uh, an engineer who had uh, who was struggling for about 18 months and then uh, they uh, knew about an engineering bridging program that we had featured on the show uh and they con- contacted that program and then Uh, they were at least put on a track to uh, success, so uh, they were thankful. Uh, we always get comments uh, from overseas, uh, people about to immigrate to Canada, and uh, they thank us about, for f- featuring or profiling certain uh, individuals or uh, or uh, resources that uh, either if it's a person profile, they are from their own community or, or professional background. Uh, and that helped them get an idea. Uh, so on the audience side, there are so many examples, but on the uh, other side, I could uh, give uh, a very good example ab- about uh, someone who worked with me. Uh, so New Horizons, uh, New Horizons Media is a business with a social mission. So we are we are a social enterprise. So we always love to give opportunities for people. And as part of those opportunities, uh, we regularly offer uh, mentoring and internship opportunities for immigrants who have uh, a media communications background. And one of the uh, people who uh, worked here was uh, uh, an Iraqi refugee. So he landed as a, uh, uh, as a, as a refugee here. Initially he, he landed in Whitby and, uh, and he was overwhelmed. He was uh, traumatized as well because of the refugee experience But his background, his professional background was great. He used to work for uh, Reuters news agency in Iraq. 
but he was uh, injured in two explosions there, and then he uh, landed here, and uh, he didn't have any support. He was uh, connected with me, and while he was, uh, we spoke, and uh, before he even uh, did any job, suddenly he got hired by a major uh, sports network in 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 uh, in Toronto because his resume, his technical background, is great. He's amazing. Unfortunately, he couldn't keep the job longer than three weeks because uh, he was not ready. He was uh, because of the Canadian experiencing. Uh, he couldn't uh, understand them, and they couldn't also uh, understand him or communicate properly with him. And I uh, believe they didn't have also the knowledge how to deal with internationally trained people. Uh, so they lost that amazing technical talent that uh, he was. So he came back to me and uh, he started working with me and he worked with me for over a year, a year and a half, maybe. Uh, but because I knew his language, so I, I speak Arabic uh, and he uh, I'm because I'm from Lebanon and he was from Iraq. So I could uh, speak with him with his language. And over the course of these 18, 19 months that he worked with me, I uh, intentionally and also indirectly, I I acted as a mentor for him. Uh, he, he used to film, let's say, two or three assignments a week. He was not working full time, but it was enough for him to uh, build a, his confidence, uh, correct uh, uh, his uh, mistakes, uh, or learn how to communicate with Canadians or uh, or in a in a Canadian environment. Uh, because I could see his mistakes, or I could see the things that he was doing. Uh, he was very well intentioned, by the way, but. Because uh, Canada works otherwise, like in, in, so he was not realizing that, uh, though he was very well-intentioned, but he was actually uh, making mistakes. So I was able to act as a mentor for him. And uh, what happened after 18 months of him improving, he improved his English, he improved his work, his communication, uh, he improved his understanding of Canada. Even he traveled to uh, BC with me for to uh, film for New Canadians. And also he went to New Brunswick, like even he went outside of uh, the Ontario. Uh, the, what he was able to do after 18 and 19 months of working with me, he was able to get two part-time jobs, one with a, a news agency, a Canadian news agency, and also another uh, part-time job with, uh, uh, with the CBC uh, because he had amazing technical background. So, that experience of working for New Horizon Media with me helped him uh, be in a position to get those part-time jobs. Obviously, he has to he had to take those from uh, further, but at least I was uh, satisfied that I was able to help or him being involved with New Horizon Media. Uh, he was able to use that opportunity, that experience, to uh, land bigger jobs or or better jobs in the in a for canadian companies um, that's, that's great um yeah, yeah and, and um, you know um, these uh, uh podcast has um a website and we normally put some um, resources and and um information about our guests and um so we are promising do the same this time again and uh, put all your information there, uh, Gerard, and, and uh, uh, make sure um, that um, our audience know how to uh, find you. And, and I'm sure you keep open 
uh, do the door for uh, new opportunities between your uh, companies. And uh, uh, it, it is beautiful when we can uh, help our um, newcomers um, and, and, and anybody that, that way, you know. Would you like to uh, take a little bit of um, comments um, for uh, for our audience? Anything else you would like to uh, tell us? And um... just to add on on your point, the, the last point. So, uh, any uh, immigrant or newcomer who is listening, who is uh, hearing what we're uh, talking, and they have a media background, uh, let them. Uh, I invite them to contact us. So. Because these small opportunities are what uh, uh, immigrants need or, or uh, would be very helpful for uh, immigrants to build that initial confidence and uh, uh, and be able to uh, land uh, opportunities in Canada. And, uh, and also, we, in addition to newcomers, we also uh, uh, offer internship opportunities to Canadian graduates. So we have a an arrangement with one of the Canadian colleges where uh, regularly uh, every year we host uh, a few interns from there to build their experience. Uh, for uh, for other newcomers, as uh, my message would be that uh, initially Canada might seem uh, challenging and, uh, and it is in some cases challenging, yes, because it's new, it's a new country, you need to understand, you need to learn, but uh but there are tons of resources tons of support available uh so don't be afraid to use them don't be afraid to reach out with uh, questions and uh and uh once you make use of those resources have a strategy for yourself then you will be able to see the the beautiful picture that canada is that's right <laughs> exactly and Really, thank you very much, Gerard. And um, uh, we are going probably to have you again in this uh, in in our podcasts. Uh, Always feel free to <laughs> to make uh, any news that you want uh, that we can uh, share also with our listeners. Maybe one day we can invite uh, some other uh, members of. Uh, the team as well, because most of us here at New Horizon Media are uh, immigrants, newcomers, so they also have their uh, interesting uh, stories to or and advice should to be, share. Should be very interesting to listen to all of them and 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 uh, their stories. Uh, that um, that is something that we definitely would love to do. So let's plan for the near future and. Uh, again, thank you so much, Gerard, for your time and 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 for your good chat today. And I'm sure, as uh, Rosa said, we're going to have you very soon again. Always ready. Thanks Thank a lot for the opportunity, and it was uh, it was really a pleasure to uh, to be here on uh, on your podcast as a guest and share uh, my experience. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks to you. Pleasure. Thank you. Nawad Wadi Haddad, born November 21, 1934, known as a Fairas and is a Lebanese singer. She is considered by many as one of the leading vocalists 
um, most famous singers in the history of the Arab world. Firas is considered the musical icon of Lebanon and is popularly known as the soul of Lebanon. Firas began her musical career as a teenager at the national radio station in Lebanon in the late 1940s as a choir member. Her first major hit, Itab, was released in 1952 and made her an instant star in the Arab world. In the summer of 1957, Fayraz held her first live performance at the Baalbek International Festival, where she was awarded with the honor of Cavalier, the highest medal for artistic achievement by Lebanese President Kamil Kamon. Firas's fame spread through the Arab world in 1950s and 1960s, leading her to perform outside of Lebanon in various Arab capitals, including Damascus, Cairo, Rabat, Algiers, and Tunis. She has received multiple recognition and awards through her career, including a Lebanese memorial stamp issued in 1969. The key to the Holy City awarded by the Jerusalem Cultural Committee, the Jordanian Medal of Honor presented by King Hussein of Jordan, the Order of Arts and Letters awarded by French President François Mitterrand, in 1988, the National Order of the Legion of Honor, awarded by French President Jacques Chirac, an honorary doctorate from the American University of Beirut in 2005. Enjoy the Altag Habibi in the voice of Firoz. <music> I'm 
Settlement services help newcomers to adapt and integrate into the community offering support related to business, employment, networking, women empowerment, youth, recreation, and culture. Contact us at settlement services at northumberland.ca. In other news, the government of Canada announced financial assistance for Ukrainians in Canada. Ukrainians arriving in Canada can now apply to receive transitional financial assistance. These funds will help Ukrainian nationals and their family members meet their basic needs such as transportation and longer-term housing as they arrive in communities across Canada and find a job. The benefit will consist of a direct one-time 
payment of 3,000 per adult and 1,500 per child, 17 years and under. Ukrainians and their family members who are in Canada with a valid work permit, study permit, temporary resident permit, or visitor record under the Canada-Ukraine authorization for emergency travel will all be eligible to receive this one-time payment. Applications for the assistance must be submitted through the Government of Canada's online portal. And more information from Immigration Canada News. Canada is set to welcome over 500,000 newcomers this summer. With pandemic travel restrictions largely lifted, the coast is clear for Canada to receive high levels of immigrants, international students, and temporary foreign workers over the coming months. Over 500,000 people will likely land and see their study and work permits take effect this summer, which would be a significant figure in just three months and represent a remarkable turnaround following two difficult years in Canadian immigration. What um, I would like to mention today uh, regarding to the um, Ukrainian national comment, I the uh, settlement services just had an event in the West Western uh, Covered Inn, and um, there was a information session for newcomers. Uh, in this case for Ukrainian nationals, and networking opportunity with employers. That was well received. We had a good um, amount of uh, Ukrainian nationals. The uh, employers were very happy to have people willing to uh, look for those positions open. I think uh, we partner with uh, Watton Agency and, and the Northumberland Manufacturers Association, and uh, they were happy. They were happy to see um, these kind of activities and, and uh, where everybody is uh, coming together to help each other. So this is um, uh, this is very important uh, event that help the community and also the newcomers. So I'm looking forward to the near future where I'm going to be doing more of these events. I had to put a stop in the registrations of um, um, employers for this event because I was, I started noticing that uh, I had more employers than employment seek individual. So it's a, it's a, it's a very tricky situation. We, we just flipped the chart. Now we have the balance uh, towards the uh, um, employment, um, the, the employment balance towards the uh, employer and no much employees. Knowing that by summer, the uh, Canadian government is looking forward to bring 500,000 uh, uh, newcomers. And these newcomers are between students and I would call them probably the um, economic branch of uh, newcomers 
meaning this is uh, people who already come directly ready to work and with some level on the language. So they are ready to go, ready to come, ready to start working. So this is a good news for our um, area because we know, although we know that some of the, uh, most of the newcomers, they're going to come to the big cities where they have more services, they have more uh, people like them or like us. We tend to join groups where we don't, where we keep our traditions and all culture alive. But from this uh, big group, I'm hoping that we can um, get some settles in the area that we desperately need. Um, the industry is looking forward to do whatever it takes to stay in the area and to hire more people. Yes, this is probably not, uh, most of them had not very specialized uh, positions. They are very straightforward, low-level positions. But guess what? When I came to Canada, I wouldn't mind to have those positions uh, uh, as long as I was working. And I did. I don't know if you know, Rosa, but um, when I came to Canada, my first job here was in Toronto, cleaning the uh, the snow of the uh, curbs with a little tractor with a basket of salt in the back. So oh, when really? I was pushing, yes, when I was pushing the yeah. um, the snow in the front, I was salting by the back. But right now, the uh, charts are flipped. They flipped on us. Now there are a lot of jobs. Uh, available for anybody, not necessarily newcomers. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the industry is giving bonus for signing contract. They are giving bonus um, for retain the workers. So we are in another time and I know we are an old experience. And uh, I think it benefits a lot the bringing of new Canadians. <laughs> The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed in this podcast by the host, guests, listeners, and viewers solely belong to those who express them. They don't necessarily represent their employers, affiliate organizations, or other group or individual. Thanks for listening to the Northumberland Settlement Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our interviews, stories, and music as much as we did. Subscribe to our podcast on iHeart, Spotify, Google, iPhone, and more to listen to other episodes. Don't forget to share this podcast with family and friends. Reach out to us with suggestions for future episodes at settlementservices at northumberland.com. Until the next one, be well.